What's going on, guys? Macho Man Matty Savage back once again. It's a new week. Time for another Raw recap. In this one, we bid adieu to the WWE Thunderdome. The final episode of Monday Night Raw from the Thunderdome. The fans are back starting this Friday on SmackDown. And man, I could not be any more excited. Um, you know, the fans just bring the genuine entertainment into this product. And, you know, they've, they've done what they've had to do to make ends meet and keep things going and it's been a long ass year so uh, let's see how, how does raw wrap up their stay in thunderdome that's what we're here to talk about three hours 15 minutes of your time july 12th monday night raw let's ride kicking off the show right into the action for once it wasn't a no miss tv no promos no nothing it was the wwe champion bobby lashley versus xavier woods and guys, after a, a pretty good performance from uh, Xavier Woods, I mean, Bobby Lashley was whooping his ass. He uh, underestimated, got caught up in a cradle. One, two, three. Xavier Woods pins your WWE champion before Money in the Bank this Sunday. Shocking, to say the least. Um, really, you know, it's a big win for Xavier Woods, maybe one of the biggest of his career, even though he is an 11-time WWE Tag Team Champion. Um but nevertheless, Bobby Lashley, that man, he was pissed. And we're going to get into what transitioned from that later on in the show. Now let's move on to Jinder Mahal last week. He stole Drew McIntyre's sword. And this week he decided he was trying to make ends meet, do the right thing, and uh, call him out into the ring um, to apologize and to hand him back his sword. Um, he was in the ring with Veer and Shanky, and there was what looked like the the sword hidden underneath a blanket. Uh, Drew McIntyre appears on the Titantron, and he's backstage where uh, Jinder Mahal's uh, little custom-made motorcycle that he was riding into the, the arena last week, he did it once again this week, and he, he decided to basically uh, wreck the thing. Um, Jinder Mahal, he, he unveiled that the, the, the sword was broken. Drew McIntyre basically said that he was wrong and it was a replica all along. And Drew McIntyre one-upped him because he's had his sword all along. Wow. Um, we've seen this type of stuff before. Uh, not to this exact extent with swords and uh, motorcycles, but just destroying things in general. This is more of a way of... You know, they're, they're trying to propel this as a uh, middle middle of the card type of feud. And I'm not mad at it because I think both of these guys, you know, they'll be able to perform in the ring. They already started with the match last week. Um, this week, again, no action in the ring, but progressing a storyline. Um, hopefully, again, uh, Drew McIntyre doesn't win that money in the bank uh, this Sunday because I feel like that would obviously shy away from this feud with Jinder Mahal, and he would probably set his sights again on cashing in. Um, but either way, I like where this is seems to be heading anyway. Um, but this is why they tell stories. Moving on now, uh, this is going to be like a two-parter here. We had all four of the women's competitors in the Money in the Bank match, uh, Asuka, Naomi, Nikki Ash, almost a superhero, and Alexa Bliss in a fatal four-way matchup. Um, so... Prior to this, there was uh, an Alexis playground, and her guests were uh, Eva Marie and Dewdrop. And uh, really what 
transpired in a little two-minute segment was Eva Marie doing the same old thing, saying that she is, uh, you know, the, the, the head of the women's division and she's going to keep proving it and everything that you're seeing is evolutionary and blah, blah, blah. Um, basically, what that is starting up, uh, because Alexa obviously was not impressed, she had directed a question to Dewdrop, which, again, Eva Marie did all the talking. It's basically the start of what's going to look like Alexa Bliss's next target, and that looks to be like it's going to be Eva Marie. Uh, moving back now into that Fatal 4-Way match, uh, Eva Marie and Dewdrop did come down to the ring, and Eva uh, instructed Dewdrop to go distract Alexa Bliss. Um, why? I don't, again, I don't really know, um, but Alexa Bliss ended up walking right past, walking up to Eva Marie and just kind of staring her down. Uh, Dewdrop basically whoops Alexa's ass, throws her over the barricade, and when Eva went to go check on her, Alexa Bliss was gone, vanished into thin air. Unbelievable. It's crazy. <laughs> Back to the match, though. Your winner, it ain't Asuka, it ain't Naomi, it's Nikki Ash, uh, almost a superhero. She keeps that momentum going that she's been building up over the past month and a half. Um, since she was reintroduced to the WWE Universe once again after having so many months of not being even on the show at all. And now she's trying to work this superhero gimmick into being a thing. And, uh, I mean, yes, my opinion, I think it's absolutely whack. And But, hey, I I don't know if she's going to continue to get this push and actually become the the winner of the Money in the Bank matchup for the women's end of things this Sunday. Uh, that remains to be seen, but this is why we watch. Moving on now into the tag team division, obviously uh, they had hyped up this week that AJ Styles would take on Ivar and Omos would take on Eric. Um, obviously the Viking Raiders, your number one contenders for AJ Styles and Omos's WWE Tag Team Champions. Um, and they also had advertised last week that this would happen this week. And next week on the first Raw with fans once again, that there would be a uh, tag team title match. That has now changed as that match has been pushed up to the night before at Money in the Bank. So if you ask me what I think might end up happening here before we even talk about these two matches from last night is AJ and Omos uh, retaining this Sunday and we get a rematch on Monday Night Raw for the titles again. Uh, but... That's next week. Let's talk about this week. AJ Styles versus Ivar. Ivar picks up the win, surprisingly. Um, it's a damn shame to see AJ Styles. You know, he's a, he's a former WWE champion, former the face that ran the place on SmackDown. Um, now he's in that tag team division. He's a Grand Slam champion. But over the past month or so, or even honestly since he's been a tag team unit with Omos, he has been the fall guy for the team. And it's unfortunate to see that. Because following that was Eric versus uh, Omos and Omos's singles debut, and he he gets the dub. He wasn't going to take the L here. Moving now into the United States Championship picture, uh, Sheamus was scheduled to defend that title against Humberto Carrillo. Um, he he calls the stink backstage with Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville. They basically told him that the match was still going to be on, so he decided to whoop Humberto Carrillo's ass backstage. Um, looked like the match wasn't going to happen. Humberto looking like that, that guy that just never giving up. And he, he, this is his opportunity still comes out to the ring, battered and bruised. The bell rings, bro kick one, two, three match over Seamus retains. Um, the highlight here 
Damian Priest was the one to come out after the match um, when Sheamus continued a beatdown of Humberto Carrillo um, to basically stop that. So thinking that's where we're heading in that United States title picture, not mad at that. I think Damian Priest versus Sheamus would be a great feud, um, but time will tell if that's what will actually transpire. Now into the trilogy, Ricochet and John Morrison. And guys, if you've been listening to the Raw recap the past couple weeks, it has been the best thing that has been on Raw. Both of the matches have been spectacular, and this match was no different. This was a false count anywhere match, so, you know, this is a pay-per-view quality type of shit, guys. Um, good stuff, great match. They had plenty of time to work. Ladders, and the whole nine yards, it was there. Uh, match ends with uh, John Morrison laying on a ladder that was... Uh, between the apron and the commentary desk and ricochet of course the high flyer off the top rope with a splash for the one two three it's actually the picture on this raw recap so if you have one thing to look back at on this raw and even the past three episodes of raw it's what these two have been bringing to the table um again do i think ricochet and john morrison are gonna get that money in the bank briefcase this sunday probably not but man if, if people in the back, if the management is watching, they've kind of proved themselves just in these three weeks alone that they belong in the spot that they're going to be in this Sunday. Um, so hats off to them. Into the women's division now, uh, Rhea Ripley took on Natalia, who was also added into that Money in the Bank matchup this Sunday. Um, this was, again, what was to be expected. Uh, Natalia is a seasoned veteran. Uh, she makes everybody that she's in the ring with look good, whether you like her gimmick and everything that she does on the mic or not, which I don't. Um, but she puts on quality matches, and this was no different. Uh, Rhea Ripley picks up the win, and uh, after the match, Charlotte Flair came out of out of nowhere, dropped the dropped uh, Rhea Ripley, and hit her with the figure four leg lock on the apron, basically just to finish off this feud. Uh, building it up into this Sunday's matchup between the two. And now let's talk about the VIP Lounge, the main event of Monday Night Raw. And guys, uh, MVP made it clear after Bobby Lashley left angrily after losing to Xavier Woods to kick off the show that he would be back. He'd be in the VIP Lounge to, to end the show. And uh, he introduced him while the women were in the ring, the whole setup, and Bobby Lashley did not appear at first. So... It seemed like, what did he actually even return to the building? He does make his way out. He asked the ladies to leave because he is he was not dressed up in his suit. He had, you know, the, sh the tie was undone. The shirt was a mess. He was clearly distraught about his loss earlier in the night. So he sends the women out of the ring, and he basically lays into MVP and how he's sick of what has been happening, um, how he he kind of agrees with Kofi Kingston that he has taken his head out of the game and he is, he wants to go back to being about business and business to him at this point is destroying everyone in his path. Everyone that thinks that they can become the WWE champion because at this point, uh, you know, it's been all fun and games over the past couple months with MVP and having the women, the VIP lounge and all that. But Bobby Lashley is done with it. Um, he basically destroys the whole uh, VIP lounge set, uh, basically cuts a, a promo on how he's going to finish Kofi Kingston's career this Sunday at Money in the Bank. 
and MVP really just watched on as it happened. It was a, a, a fired up Bobby Lashley, passionate Bobby Lashley. You know, I loved it. I thought it was a great way to close out the show. Um, you know, Bobby Lashley is heading back to business. That's what the Hurt business has been all about. And, you know, they, they've went off course in, in recent months, but it's time to get back to the way it needs to be. And that includes getting the fans back, which we are getting that this Friday, this Sunday, next Monday on Raw. Guys, cannot be any more excited for that. Um, my rating for this final Raw in the WWE Thunderdome, I'm going with a C+. Plus. Um, you know, they wrapped up a lot of uh, what we're heading into with the Money in the Bank this Sunday. Even started a couple of little things on the side, you know, Alexa Bliss and Eva Marie. And, you know, it's time. Goodbye, WWE Thunderdome. Let's ride. Let's bring in the new era. Cannot, cannot wait to see what surprises they have in store for this Sunday um, and even Friday on SmackDown. But for now, I'm tuning out. I'll be back next week. Talk about the first Raw with fans. Until then, peace.